All right, so today I want to go to Genesis, the fourth chapter. And um, uh, I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. I love the Passion Translation. Uh, the, this one is only available in book form, and you can get it uh, at, at um, uh, let's see, the Passion, at the Passion website, um, the Passion Translation website. You can get it uh, from... Oh, I'm looking here. Broad Street Publishing, they have it. You can get it off of Amazon. Um, you know, it's just a single book of Genesis, okay? Um, and then you can go the Passion Trans the Passion Translation dot com. Um, I want to read this um, portion to you. You you know about Cain and Abel, and um, there's um, um, there's a couple of things I want to uh, bring out here, okay? Um, and then, so let's go to um, verse 19. We know that these are the family line of Cain. Cain bore Enoch, uh, and he named a village after Enoch. Enoch um, uh, had a kid named uh, Arad. Arad was uh, Mahujael, uh, and then Mahujael had Methushael, uh, and um, Methushael's son was Lamech. Uh, Lamech married two gals. One gave birth to a, a son named Jabel, and um, and then uh, Jabel's brother was named Jubal, which is where we get Jubilee. He was the first of the musicians who played instruments. God uh, specifically wrote that in there for a reason, and we need to pay attention to it. Uh, we we get the word Jubilee. A jubilation comes from this uh, from this gentleman here. Um, it means joyful sound. Okay, uh, now, um, and then uh, his two wives, um, Lamech, these two women, one of them was Ada, which means dawn, and the other one is Zalah, which means dusk or shadow, um, and you can actually uh, go to Revelation to see that Jesus is the beginning, he's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning of the end, so, and the end. Well, anyway, so uh, Lamech boasted, and... Um, and and he was a very proud man, and and so uh, remember God put a sign on Cain that if anybody kills Cain, uh, it'll cost them seven times, seven times as much for killing Cain. But Lamech said, if killing Cain costs seven lives, uh, for Lamech it will cost seventy-seven. Okay, seventy-seven, and then so uh, remember, um, you know, remember when uh, Jesus uh, and Matthew were talking. Uh, I mean, Peter, we're talking, and Peter says, how many times should I forgive? Up to seven? Here it is. Up to seven times should I forgive? And then Jesus says, no, up to 77 or 70 times seven. And that's what you have to, you have to look at. Like, um, it's not a number. Oh, I forgave my wife, you know, 490 times. I don't have to do it again. The Bible says 70 times. It's not talking about that. He's talking about let it go. Remember the story of the king um, who had a servant that owed him unpayable amount of dollars, okay, or, or, or coins. And he just couldn't do it. There's no way he could possibly do it. So the king, in his mercy, forgave him that great debt. And then uh, the king came around, uh, and, and, and the servant who, who got set free of this debt had somebody who, who owed him like a day's wages. Okay, maybe a, maybe a couple bucks, maybe, you know, 10 bucks. 
So if you can compare like $250 million versus uh, $5 or $10, okay? So this, this servant that owed this other servant 10 bucks, he says, please have mercy. He uses the same language that th- this other servant used to the king. He said, please have mercy on me. Be patient with me. I will pay you every penny. And he says, no, I'm not going to wait. Throw him in jail until he pays it all. Well, the king gets wind of this. And he, uh, and he calls this servant back. And he says, I forgave you a great debt. How could you not forgive this guy who owes you very little? And then the king turns around and re, uh, recants or um, redacts his, his decree of setting this uh, servant free. And, uh, and, and, and says, no, now you owe me all the money and you will be in jail until you can pay it all off. And that's how it is with God. If you cannot forgive, if you cannot forgive, neither will your heavenly Father in heaven forgive you. Now, forgiveness is not for them. Forgiveness is for you. Remember, the blood of Jesus gives us the access to forgiveness so that person can be set free. But you uh, incur a greater debt because there is a great debt that we owe the king, Jesus, that we are are unable to pay our debt of sin. Jesus paid it all. We owe him everything. We don't owe him some things. We owe him everything. So forgive. The opposite of that is what Lamech does boasting and being prideful. Yeah, well, if seven times for Cain, it's seven, 70 times seven for me. It's like God didn't say it. Lamech said it. Okay. Let's go to verse 25. That was all introduction. That was all part of the, uh, just an aside there, but I wanted to, to bring that out. Verse 25. Adam slept with his wife again, and she bore a son Uh, whom she named Seth, meaning appointed. For she declared, God has appointed for me another son to replace Abel, or another seed to replace Abel, because Cain killed him. And after many years, Seth had a son named Enosh. Enosh means mortal or frail, and... um, the uh, in, in he very very uh, in humility he names his son a frail man. We are frail. We are but vapor. It says in the Psalms. Uh, I remember the song by um, uh, Gary Paxton. Gary S. Paxton, I think his name is. And he said va- the song is called Vapor Man. You can YouTube. It's really funny. Uh, it's really a cool song. Vapor Man, your life is but a vapor. It's really funny. Anyway, uh, during his lifetime. Now during. Uh, the lifetime of uh, of Seth, uh, we see here uh, in Enosh especially, it says during his lifetime, people or uh, mankind or people who called on his name, this family line, began to worship Yahweh and pray to him. Now understand uh, it, it, prayer in the Bible includes praise and worship. And, 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 and so what, uh, what Enosh does is all of a sudden there is a reconnection back into communing with God. Remember, we had communing with God in the Garden of Gethsemane. And in that, in the Garden, 
um, Adam and Eve, they, they meet God in the cool of the day in, um, probably, uh, you know, I don't know if it was in the early morning or in the, in the evening, but in the cool of the day, which means that there was a heating of the day, you know, but, uh, and I have a whole bunch of stuff on that I'm not going to get into now, but, uh, in the cool of the day, they meet with God and they commune with God. Enosh, again, we see that Enosh reinstitutes this praise and worship and, um, and, and, and communing with God just to meet with him again. And, uh, and it doesn't matter what you're going through. I was talking to a friend last night and, um, and we were discussing this, this callback, this whole thing about COVID and, um, you know, this, this Chinese virus that we have here, this, this thing that's going on. Uh, we have it that God, you know, what the enemy meant for evil to destroy, God is turning it around for good to bring his true believers to follow him, to come back to him, to commune with him. Because the church in general has gotten to a place where we have been performing, we have been wearing masks the entire time in church. We're one way in church, we're another way when we're at home. Um, pastors included, not just, you know, uh, evangelists, pastors and teachers, all the fivefold ministry, uh, the, the congregation, the worship team, all of this. We're all under the same thing. We've been wearing masks. Um, and you can tell uh, uh, when you're driving home in the road rage, you know, you need to get through that light and the light turns red. Now, we have we have cameras here in Reading uh, at, at some of the traffic lights, I think, in uh, five different places that I know of. Um, there, there, there. We have five places that I know of. We have, um, we have these, uh, flashers that come on. And, and if you, uh, go through the light when it turns red, you get flashed. And, um, and so I have, um, I have the distinct, um, honor of having been caught all five times. So, um, on each of them, and it's $500 per shot. I mean, like, it's not, it's not a merciful thing. There is no mercy. It's 500 bucks. Bam. That's it. And, uh, so I donated to the ministry of Reading, the city of Reading, uh, $2,500 just from these lights. And, um, and it's, you know, it, it's, a, it's a hassle, but God uses all things. I don't know why I got on that, but, um, God uses all things to draw people back to himself and and he's using this thing that we got going on in in our country or really globally to to turn around everything to turn it around where people have got to take their masks off they got to stop pretending oh i i know why uh why i was mentioning that was because i would get frustrated going through these lights i was like ah oh, man and i would get mad and it wasn't anybody's fault. It was my fault. It was the fault of the person ahead of me for going slow. And then I get caught and it's like, you know, you got to give me a break. And, um, and then so when road rage hits, you know, where is your heart? God uses all these things to remove the masks from our eyes and our faces so that we're not in pretension anymore. God is taking away, uh, um, performance out of the church. He's taking away pretension out of the church, uh, where we have to be real. You know, I mean, I know, I know many, many people, um, at the church that I go to that when they're outside of the building, when the cameras are not on them, that they live one way. 
And then when the cameras are on them, they leave it, they live another way. At the, I'm not talking about making mistakes. I'm talking about lifestyle. I am grateful for the mercy of God. And, and I don't hold anything against anybody. You know, my ex-wife, I hope she doesn't hold anything against me, but I don't hold anything against her because of the mercy and the grace that the Lord has poured out upon me through my life and never giving up on me. How can I give up on somebody else? How can I push somebody else aside? That doesn't mean that I have removed people from my, from my uh, circle of influence. But it does mean that, that I have grace on them and I, I, I speak mercy on them and, and, and I love on them. Um, uh, and, and so here, uh, Seth has a son, Enosh, who reinstitutes this communing with God thing. And God's using this thing that we got going to bring people back to himself. He's gathering his chicks like a mother hen gathers her chicks under his wings. He's gathering his people under his wings and he's filling them. Now you're going to start to see authority. You're going to start to see power. You're going to start to see um, a, a, a penetration into the darkness. Now I had a vision a few Fridays ago. Actually, it was a couple Thursdays ago. And uh, Thursday night, about four in the morning, I had a vision. And I saw what, what I saw was God putting his hand around the globe. It wasn't on the globe. It was around the globe. And he shifted it like this. And he said, I'm shifting the atmosphere. And so the atmosphere has changed when Rosh Hashanah started. And we just had the Day of Atonement. We just had Yom Kippur um, uh, a few days ago. And, 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 and what's happening is that we, his people need to humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and, and, and repent. We'll humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from our wicked ways. Then he will hear from heaven and then he will forgive our sins and then he will heal the land. That's what we have to do. That's our, that's our thing. And we have gotten so distracted. We have gotten so, uh, um, uh, our attention span has become that of a puppy cocker spaniel. And we just, you know, we just don't get it. That God wants to spend time with us. I remember when I was driving this person home last night. Um, this, uh, or we, we were in the car. And, and all of a sudden, as they were getting ready to get out of the car, the Spirit of God came in. And we were praying. And we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and the presence of God came down. And I believe that we touched the, the, the hem of his, of his, um, uh, tallit, you know, the, the, the hem of his garment, that hem of the hem of the, of the prayer shawl that he carries. We touched him. That is our goal. That is our desire. That is our passion. That's my passion. I don't care about nothing else. Do I struggle at times? Sure I do. You do too. But God wants us to come together to be with him and to commune with him so that we and our souls can cry out and say, uh, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He heals all of our sicknesses. He forgives all our sins. I love that word, all. It means all, every. Past, 
present, and future. He gets it all. He does it all. He doesn't care what it is or how bad you think it is. All he cares about is you return. Come back to him and commune with him. Be like Enosh and reinstitute the communing with God that was taken away when Cain killed Abel. Abel was communing with God. And then Cain was sent out. Cain had a bunch of kids. One of them was boastful. One, and, and that boastful one named one of his kids Jubal, which means, you know, to, 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 to be jubilate, have jubilation. Jubilee and jubilation. But Adam had another son named, named Seth. And Seth comes along, has a son named Enosh has a son named Enosh who restores this communing with God. And yeah, brother, if you need help, go and commune with God. God is your source of help. God is your source of everything. He supplies all my need according to his riches in glory. Not a man, God. And that's where we have to go. Make declarations over yourself. If you're struggling with fear, God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but he gave me power, love, and of a sound mind. If you're struggling with finances, he, he, he provides all of my, my needs according to his riches and glory. He does exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think. If you're struggling with self-image, if you're struggling with your value, understand, understand this. You're struggling with your value. You talk to yourself. You're crazy if you don't talk to yourself. And you, and you speak life to yourself. I'm struggling with this, you know. Well, you know, um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Uh, I, I have to do this every day. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I have been adopted as a son. I'm fully accepted. Romans 8.15. I'm fully accepted. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. Jesus lives in me. I can get, I have access to everything that he has. Amen. All right, guys, that's about all we're going to do today. Uh, we'll try to pick this up again uh, tomorrow. But just know that God is amazing. He's powerful. And start speaking the, the word of God to yourself. Speak it out. I mean, you, you can't think it in your mind because the devil can't hear you. He can lie to you, but he can't hear what you're thinking. You have to come out and say, death and life are in the power of the tongue and you're going to eat its fruit. And you have to speak it out. This is what God says about me. This is what God thinks about me. I know the hopes, I know the, I know the plans that I have for you uh, to give you a future and a hope. Not to, not, not to bring calamity on you, not to give you evil, but to bring you a future and a hope. That's what God's doing. Well, God bless you guys. You have a great day. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you tomorrow.